5: You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, joined in the studio with the absolutely superb, the brilliant, last word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We are here for the next two hours as we always are every Thursday 7 to 9 right here on Love Sport Radio and there is so much to talk about. The five star, the terrific performance on the weekend absolutely tearing Burnley apart but it wasn't to be last night in the Champions League. It was a changed side. It was a rotated side. Spurs have qualified. Maybe Jose learning a thing, of, uh, thing or few about the team because maybe a few of those players won't be here in January and maybe many more might not be here next year but Spurs started slow last year reaching a European Cup final and you wouldn't want to beg- bet against Jose he's a man who, who let's put it he knows about the Champions League he knows about knock- knockout football he knows about comp- competitions so Spurs will be feeling confident about this one but you can have your say tonight tweet us at Radio or call us 0208 we have to start with the game Ricky maybe an opportunity missed for some of those players last night
3: yeah, definitely, no, hundred percent. I think those that have been given the opportunity, <laughs> good or bad, expose themselves in terms of their performances. Um, Cessy Young, I thought, played really, really well. I think Wanfo also had a really good game. Eric Dyer, Danny Rose, I think, it's big, big question marks just in terms of long term, what's going to happen. And Dyer has been a player that's very much been favoured by Jose Mourinho. I'm just not too sure if he's if he's good enough for Tottenham long term. I know we've always said give him a run of games and maybe it's always been the issue where Jason's mentioned in the past that he hasn't really had um, a decent player next to midfield to really have the opportunity to show us what he can do. But um, it was a bit of a mixture of a team, as we know. I think Luchelso didn't really show us what he's about. Again, you could probably argue that giving these players 90 minutes when they haven't really had... A consistent run of form beforehand makes it more difficult. You're looking for players to come in and immediately, like, immediately make a difference. And that's why I'm not going to be too, too critical on the team last night. Because it was thrown together, if you see what I mean, to some degree.
5: Yeah, and you almost not expecting that performance. But you knew it was a game that didn't really mean much. And Jose was going to change the side and temper with a few things. But he does like a holding midfielder. We know that from his previous teams. Dyer is one that's been favoured and he's got the start. Really disappointing that maybe he didn't, he didn't take it by the scruff of the neck last night, Jase.
6: Yeah, I, I, actually, he got quite a bit of praise for Burnley. But even in the Burnley game, I thought there was there was signs of him still nowhere near his best. Uh, he, he, you know, he's got until the end of January to to nail that place down, hasn't he? Um, but I, I expect Jose to go out and sign someone. But I felt for for some of those players last night. I know I know everyone had to have an opportunity. But for me, when you throw that many in. Especially against high-quality opposition away, by I mean Carl Walker Peters, for instance, hasn't kicked a ball for three months, and he's got he's got Alfonso Davis and and Coman coming at him with no help in front of him, and people are having a go at him, and I think hmm. that's a bit tough on anyone. That is. I mean, Sergio has been a disaster zone almost every week, and yet Carl Walker Peters is taking pelters for having a poor game in Munich. So, and just just Celso didn't do enough, did he? But. You know, it's different when you look forward and there's Kane moving forward and Ali moving forward rather than than Lucas Moore in headless chicken mode and things. So I felt for some of those players last night that came in.
5: Yeah, and it's hard to shine in that game when, you know, you're up against a Munich side and no one's expecting much. It's hard to go away to Munich and any player to shine, Lee.
1: Well, I think it is hard to go away to Munich, but I think that there was no pressure on the game. So there shouldn't have been pressure. It should have been... The, the, the shackles are off, and and, and go and have a uh, have a play. Not you have a shot, we have a shot. But we've seen how high the line is that Bayern are holding. Um, that defensively they've been poor. They've lost two games on the bounce, and we should have gone and uh, had a bit more of a go. Um, for, for for me personally, I think that you know Fellaini incoming. You know, do you know what I mean? Because you know that's yeah, well, that's what, that's what that's what I'm worried about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying I want it. But you know, Eric Dyer and I and and I still bang on, he needs games. So that's what Jose's given him, and I and I hope that he can get back to, to to some of his best form. He needs games in his legs, games in his legs. But my word, I'm sure we'll get onto it. Rose. Are you actually having a laugh? I, I mean literally, it was it was just he was awful. Absolutely awful. And I and I agree with you, Jace with KWP he's played what's that the first time he's played 90 minutes in what 12 games yeah how long ago was that age I think he played three games at the beginning of the season he ain't played since Danny Rose has played what nine, ten games on the trot and he's still played like that horrific
6: it actually reminded me a little bit of the home game in the 40 minutes in 1-1 didn't actually look too bad because you know when Sissoko goes through you think what a great chance to go 2-1 up (laughs) It's like I reverted to time when we, when we <laughs> play, they score on the verge of half time like they did at Tottenham and the second half is one way traffic like it was at Tottenham.
5: Yeah, it's really true when Jace puts it like that. Uh, similar to the game, uh, obviously at Tottenham earlier in the season when Tottenham just capitulated after that uh, when it was one one. Now a lot of people are coming around to what Jase has been saying for months though about Danny Rose. It feels to be like everyone. Ricky, no.
3: Yeah, no, listen, but I think we've all known for a while Danny's not been up to standards.
5: A lot of people still supported him, though. I think Jace even said it. I think.
6: I'm ah, not listen, It's We've got to uh, say, O'Beng, uh, somebody, we sign somebody. Curtis Yeah, O'Beng. but
3: I think obviously a lot of people are sentimental, and uh, as I've said, I think from the start of the season, Danny's form has been nowhere near good enough to have a consistent run of the team. And Mourinho obviously thinks the same, hence why he's not been picked. I think Danny needs a, a refresh, and Spurs need one as well. To be honest with you, Danny needs to get himself away from the football club. And he, I just think for his own career, and even today he's coming out saying that, you know, he's honoured to work under Mourinho. I don't quite feel he's going to get that much game time on the waste plan at the moment. I think, as I said before, Danny needs to have a fresh start somewhere else. I think there's been so much that's happened at the football club for him as well, mentally. Um, I want to see him go on and, you know, hopefully recover his best form, maybe somewhere else.
5: Well, he's a player that said, Lee, that uh, he won't be going anywhere till his contract runs out. Now he's saying he, he loves working under Mourinho. Yeah, well, again,
1: I think for me, it's, it's downfounded, really. I mean, it's it's a similar situation to, um, you know, the, you, you don't change that, that quick for for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's not a coaching situation with Danny. Uh, he's 28, he's 29 years old, I think. Um, and, you know, it, it, you are where you are. I think you, you always want to learn um, at whatever age you are. And, and hopefully you can do that. But I, like Ricky said, I don't think he's going to get the opportunity. I think last night, was a brilliant exercise. I think it's fantastic for the football club moving forward because what it is said and what it is shown, Joe say who he can trust and who he can't. And, 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 and actually, the reality of the situation is he's now looking at that and going not just purely on that performance. And this is why I get so wound up. You can hear it in my voice, listeners. Well, I'm wound. Up. I'm a bit frustrated about it, right? Because that for me was a real opportunity to go out and show the, at the very basic form desire. That was it. Go out and show some desire and some passion for the football club. And you've got people like Ericsson just moffing around. Like, he was absolutely horrific. I don't care. Phone in, right? Uh, phone in. Because he was awful last night. He should be nowhere near the first team. Danny Rose is sitting there going, I'm going to run my contract down. I don't care. He should be nowhere near the first team. Contract rebels again. Bring him back in. What happens? It's the same same old story. And what I'm really frustrated about with Mourinho is he's, st- he's still playing them. But why, why is he playing them? He's... Christian Eriksen's leaving. In three weeks, he can speak to any foreign club. Why is he starting in a position where La Celso could start and you could give somebody else an opportunity? Why wasn't Troy Parrott given an opportunity? He pulled him out of the, uh, the under-23s, is it? Yeah, or the yeah, under-19s the youth team, game, yeah, youth yeah. team. Didn't even play him. But yet he put Christian Eriksen in. I, that, I, that's why I'm frustrated. Not, look, I'll be really positive later. Of course I will be. But the reality of the situation is very, very, on a positive brilliant exercise from Mourinho he now knows 100% can't trust him and I can't trust him and I can't trust him and he ain't nowhere near it and it wouldn't be surprising if he was banging on Levy's door this morning saying I need a central defender <laughs> and I need, a, I need a defensive midfielder and rock on for Jamie and uh, and Ricky in the transfer window do you know what I mean <laughs> but, but that, that's why I'm frustrated because I think that sometimes if in the very basic in the, at the very basic level that yesterday was all about can you Stand up, puff your chest out, walk out in the Allianz Arena, and handle it. Can you do that? And they didn't. And that, for me, that's why it's disappointing.
6: No, absolutely. You know, but like I said, I, in fairness to some of them, I think when you chuck a, a hole, so you got Walker Peters fourth. Danny Rose is coming back. We even saw Victor Wanyama last night, didn't we? What on earth. Lucas Moore up front. So where we've been going back to front a bit But quicker, maybe you say what well, on
5: earth, it was a clean slate. Sorry, Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's going clean slate for everyone, as new managers do. Yeah, you wasn't in favour. You wasn't informed. But, but everyone's got a chance minutes. here. Wanyama, 15 be that, minutes. Chase?
6: Yeah, I think, I think we needed to see those players and he needed to see them. As he mm. says, he hasn't been able to to try one or two out. He obviously liked what he saw in fourth. I think we was all quite pleased with Session Yon. At yeah, half time, yeah, yeah. but he, he, he the second good. half you perhaps saw why Sessignon's not knocking on the door completely at the moment. Mm. But what a fantastic goal! And the irony is, the three new players have all scored on their debuts, haven't they? Four yeah, debuts crazy, this year,
3: isn't it? yeah. And yeah.
6: yet, none of them have really made the impact we wanted to. Yeah,
3: sure, just on the point, I think Lee said about the um, the contract rebels is I'm the same as Lee. In an ideal world, you wouldn't want them anywhere near the first team squad. But then, how you expect to drum up interest and try and get players to buy them if you're not going to play them?
1: I think that's got that ship sailed, but
3: isn't it? Surely should, we uh, shouldn't
6: be picking players to make them available. For sale. We should be picking players to win games and, no, and players we want to see. I don't totally understand
3: that, but I think like Lisa last night was a great exercise of you know giving players an opportunity that hadn't played yeah, much. By yeah, Yama. Yeah. you know, you want to rest Kane, you want to rest Ali, you want to rest Son. He got the opportunity to do that last night. You know, don't. You don't always have that opportunity for that season to do that.
6: As you say, it was disappointing mm. that Sonny came on and that Parrot didn't get those yeah, I, those minutes. Mm. It's difficult to understand
3: shame. that. I mean, I think we all we all was of the understanding that Parrot was going to get minutes because he played him towards the he end played, of that Burnley he game. Did, yeah, yeah. He pulled him out, as Lee said, of the UEFA um, the UEFA league for the youngsters. So he was on. He was on the bench. We was all expecting him to come on. He didn't come on. We was
1: all a bit shocked. And, and I think the way Lucas played and the way he talked earlier in the season about not being a number nine, and, and the fact that he should be played in... It, Lucas was actually saying this himself, and then he rocks up in the Allianz Arena and plays him as a what? A number nine. You just think, really? Like, when you've got, guess what? A number nine on the bench, and and, and, and it hasn't experimented. Look, I don't want to be too too critical of that, but it, it is what it is. I, I feel sorry for La So he, he, for me, looks like his... Um, you know, he's, he's, bought, more, he's bought. He's bought. Was that?
3: I think he's more confidence with the Chelsea. So I think he got it, a lot of pelters last night. But I feel really sorry for no, him. I,
1: no, I know. I feel sorry for him. I, mm. It might be confidence, but it looks like he's bought. You uh, know, a, a, a housing development in Bulgaria, and then it's uh, and then they've run off with his money because you know, <laughs> <since> Potticino's <laughs> coming. Do you get what, do you, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like that. You know, the, his t- the golden the golden goose is is gone, and it wouldn't surprise me if he if he uh, is, is let go in January. Really? Yeah, because because if Marino don't fancy it, what are you saying, Jason? What do you think?
6: I, I just don't see I don't see Daniel Levy sanctioning effectively a fourteen million pound yeah. loan move. I think he'll definitely keep him to the end of the season, and Daniel Levy will think that we'll pay the contract out, buy the price, and then we can flog him, flog straight him away. off. Yeah, maybe, but maybe. Yeah, I'm not sending yeah. him back at fourteen million for six months' loan.
7: Mm.
1: I just I just wonder. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I just wonder whether if Jose don't fancy him. Um, that's what I just don't get. I don't know. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Why didn't the Chelsea players in number ten where Eriksen started the game? Why, why was Eriksen anywhere near the team? Maybe, maybe he think...
3: did though. I mean, we've heard in the past that these players haven't always <laughs> listened to Mourinho and you know what maybe. the advice is given. Maybe this didn't. Why
1: just, would you not listen to such... Mourinho? It's like, have you seen the scroll of a CV that he's well, got? Mm. It's not as if he ain't won anything.
6: I, I felt a little bit for the Chelsea because all three goals were actually poor defending from him. Mm. He, he didn't stop the cross for the the first one, did he? When, when he wasn't back to help Walker-Peters quickly enough. Yeah. The second one, he got... Singled out as not tracking Coutinho, but I'm thinking, why would you have Lo Celso tracking Coutinho in the foot? Surely that's Dyer Rossi should have been tracking the, the the man right in front of the, the penalty area, especially for Coutinho. And then the third goal, I said to you, he just literally walked back, walked yeah. back, didn't and, and, run, didn't do anything, just walked back.
1: But and do you know what it reminded me of, like from a defensive perspective, exactly what you're talking about? Do you know what it reminded me of? Yeah, the replacement for Christian Erickson. (laughs) He he looked like him. He actually looked like him. If he had his number on the back, you'd think it was him. His mannerism, the way he moved, the way he he didn't track back and all that. You just think, dude, man, this is your opportunity to Mm. go and impress. And you didn't take it by the scruff of the neck. The only person that did, that we've talked about before, is Cessignol.
5: Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one. What have you made of it though? Tweet us at Love Sport Radio, call us 0208-7020-558. The team wanna hear from you, but I think Lee wants to hear from you more.
6: <laughs> Love Sports.
5: You're listening to the Spurs fan show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, joined in the studio with a last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen, and Jason McGovern talking about the game last night. And there is still loads more to come. We're going to be taking your listener questions. You're a big part of the show. Then looking towards the game on the weekend with Wolves is a big one. They are unbeaten in 11 games in the Premier League. They don't lose a lot at Molineux. That is a massive Super Sunday clash. We'll be talking all about that later. Before we get to the Wolves preview, obviously Lee was saying it was a positive exercise last night. You know, Jose can see who fits this team, who doesn't fit this team. In the flip side then, uh, Jace, is it a little bit sometimes when you have got a bit of momentum, you beat Burnley and mm. you didn't just beat Burnley, you absolutely tore them apart, you know, against the very well-drilled, disciplined side that Sean Dycher's got there, you know, you made them look not at the races at all. Is it very hard to have confidence, momentum and then sort of have a walk-in-the-park exercise and then go, now we need to get back up for it and take that into walls? It's very hard to have it and then sort of go, don't worry about this week. Do, do you know what I mean in that sense?
6: Yeah, I know what you mean, but, I think the key players that will play against Wolves won't, won't sit there and think, oh, we've just got beat by Bayern because mm. they were sitting at home watching it. So they've kind of distanced themselves from that. And I think... Wolves is a massive game let's be honest I mean if we'd have needed something last night different but Wolves is a huge game at the weekend massive game for him
5: yes absolutely massive we, we will talk about that a little bit more but Ricky you know it's always hard when you have these dead rubbers isn't it because course, yeah you know you're looking towards it and you go we've qualified for the Champions League but we still want to see something from those players I know Lee calls it a positive exercise <laughs> but it is hard for those players to, to have it in their mindset as that
3: yeah of course a lot of those players have done. they haven't got a long-term future at the club and therefore they know they can put a bad performance in or a good performance, it isn't going to really make much of a difference. And that's not what you want to, you know, it's not, it's not something you want to hear when uh, us as people, we're all positive but thinkers. But you as the
5: fans, you went, I don't care about last night. Do you know what I mean? It's very hard even from that sense. Do you know, yeah, I mean, not listen, care, obviously yeah, you listen, care, of course, you, I, I, obviously in the sense of it. Of course, I want to see
3: Tottenham win every game, yeah. but it's not the end of the world if, if we got beat and that's maybe the right attitude to have. But for me, I want to see players go out there and express themselves in a good way. And I look at Christian Eriksen now for me, and again, said it's a dead rubber. For me, he's tarnishing his legacy. Or the legacy he did have at the football club. For five seasons, six seasons, uh, you know, he's been one of the best players in the whole of Europe.
6: He came with a bow, money.
3: Came with a bow, money and he us. Money. he's given us such great memories during his time. You know, he's part of the team that got us to a Champions League final. You know, he got us to countless semi-finals as well. And, you know, playing pivotal parts of our great wins against Arsenal, against Man City. And I just feel like now we're going to look back and think... Really? T- I do, I do. I here. think Eriksson's last six to 12 months, the way he's acted, I think it's been so disrespectful. I think it's been so pathetic, some of his performances. They really have been. I'd go as strong as saying that. You know, to not... It looks on the eye not try. Maybe it is a lack of confidence. I'm, I don't know the player personally. He's quite a relaxed I guy. Yeah, anyway,
1: that I just, yeah, anyway, I just,
5: anyway, I just but...
3: feel that, you know, he should be offering <laughs> much more
5: then what is at the moment mm. Well, a bit I'm of good just news here. I'm bit. just chuckling here yeah it's v- very good news for Spurs that, that, that they don't care about last night's result but they care about this one because Arsenal are losing 2-0 in the Europa League away to Standard Liège in Belgium it is Standard Liège 2 Arsenal 0 they do need to lose uh, 5-0 to go out in that one but if they carry on like this they could Keep find themselves on, out in the next 30 minutes come on Liège as they say let's quickly talk then because Ricky says that it is difficult he says Ericsson is tarnishing his legacy Jase I know I won't ask Lee because he, he'll mention him as a contract rebel. But for you, it, is it as strong as that?
6: Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I've said it for a long time now. I, I give him the free transfer in January just yeah. to bring closure on it. Why pay his wages for, for six months? But but I think the, the one thing I would say about Ericsson, and I know that from my, my good Danish friend, is apparently he's been awful for Denmark for, for pretty much the same time. And we saw the playoff game with the Republic of Ireland and he looks a shadow of the remember last time he went to Ireland for the playoff he got that hat it trick didn't he amazing totally dominated it this time around he looks a shadow of the player even for them and i don't think you could say he doesn't care about playing for denmark so mm. whatever's happened to his form it's has affected him completely and he looks a shadow of the player regardless of what team shirt he's wearing
3: do you think he'll still get a move then whether he wants in the summer no I,
6: I, uh, what he wants in the su- as a free transfer he probably he probably already knows who he's going to that's my fear that he knows already who he's done the deal already. I
3: can't believe any kind of team. I don't believe it. Juve. Juve love a free free
6: pick. The way
3: he's acted in the last 6-12 to months, would that not
6: put you off his character? Well, it depends if the club (laughs) that he's joining have pushed for him to say, don't put too much effort in and don't get yourself injured and things like that. I I don't know. I mean, Aaron Ramsey, full credit to Aaron Ramsey, was a a credit to himself, wasn't he? It was, and he was brilliant. did you look at Arsenal and see Aaron Ramsey not play well for them. Mm. But... Aaron Ramsey then got a massive injury during that time, didn't he? And so he, all, he didn't start playing for Juve until recently, mm. has he? Aaron Ramsey. Mm, and maybe that's, that's, that's part of it.
3: I would have respected Eriksson so much that listen, if he wanted to go fine, but you play until your final game and you give everything, and it's just maybe it is lack of confidence. I just feel when you watch him, it's not the same Eriksson that we saw in the first four and a, four and a half, five years. I might be wrong. I don't no, know. No, the eye.
6: no, I agree with you. I just think.
1: Contract Rebels. No, I just think that it's been handled really poorly from, from the club, uh, from the representatives of the player. And, you know, the reality of the situation is if we'd have sold Ericsson two years ago, at his, you know, when he was, you know, still a world class player and we'd have got 900 million for him, all of us would be sitting around at the time going this is absolutely crazy, you can't be selling our mm. best players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to roll off you know, a couple of clubs where Liverpool sold Coutinho, look what's happened to Liverpool. Uh, Harry Maguire went from Leicester Eighty million—it's a record number for a defender. Mm. And look at Leicester; who I guaranteed on it a few weeks ago, didn't I? I they the top up. four. Yeah, but you can clip it up. Don't worry. <laughs> but the point being is that they're 15 points ahead of Spurs in the league right now, and they ain't got their best defender. So you know, selling your best players doesn't necessarily always mean that. You continue. That's what I'm saying. Liverpool is out there. I just said Philip Coutinho. Exactly. So, you know, it's a very difficult one. I think it's been handled poorly. I just want to pick up on something you said before about the Wolves game being difficult and, you know, me moaning about the Bayern game. Um, and obviously the Burnley, ripped ripped him to shreds. Mm. How many shots on target do you think we had at Burnley? Against seven. Burnley, sorry. We had seven, seven. shots, score five goals. Seven shots. How many do you think we had at, uh, against Bayern? We had five. We had five. We only had two shots less clinical finishing could Mm. have been the difference we talk about fine margins at, at this level if Son goes for, if, if Sissoko don't revert do to type and do what he does and, and Son scores all that's of a sudden it's a different, different game, game. So, yeah. so that's why I'm saying it is a positive exercise because regardless of what the scoreline was uh, you know you talk about that momentum and that mm. sort of stuff that's got nothing to do with it because the way we play when we've got them front four now that he's using Lucas but certainly with Kane and Ali and Son as soon as we get the ball we're turning and uh, I wish I had a screen here but we're turning and we're going and we're looking forward and we're making runs and that is what we was not doing under Potts for the last kind of six months. We wasn't running in beyond. We got De- Delhi alley running behind. Yeah. Son was unplayable at the weekend. Yeah. And then when you look at our exercise yesterday, not once, not once did that happen. The time that it did, when Son got in behind, to be fair, he should have scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So twice. Um, twice, twice, yeah. Sorry, so it did happen twice, of course. And 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 that's the, that's your fine margin. So I think that Wolves will be a different team against Wolves, and and I hope. And I really do hope, please, Jose. I know you're listening because you listen to the show, of yeah. course. <laughs> do not pick Christian Eriksen. Don't even put him on a bench. Waste of time.
5: Yeah, I think we'll look at the Wolves game later, but I, I, I don't think I, I, I think he'll definitely be involved in the match day squad, won't he, Rick? What do you think? It'll yeah, be, I do. think
3: he'll be on the bench, but I mean, I think we've seen Ericsson in recent weeks, and even against Man United. You know, he makes up a squad now. He doesn't feature for the first team unless I think we were yeah. really, really bogged down by injuries. I think Ericsson will be one of the last names you'd want to pick on a team sheet at the moment, just because you know he wants to leave the what, club.
1: What, what, what getting contract rules a little bit again, but you know, following mm. what what bugs me a lot, and it is a bug, right? Is when Eric Dyer. And I'm still backing Eric, come on mate, get your form back fella, get some, some time, game time in your legs. But when he was made captain, it was, it was a good move I thought from, from Marina because it said two things. I'm backing you to, to get your form back and also, yeah. remember that time when I substituted you against Olympiakos. no yeah. hard feelings, here's a captain's armband. Mm. What bugs me the most is who got a captain's armband when you walked off? Toby all over the world you couldn't make this up he's, he wants to leave I mean are you yeah, having a laugh no no I'm sorry just let me rant off this is Ericsson wants to leave won't even commit to the club to openly say like, well, he's on free kicks he's on corners he's on everything that was yeah, meant to I be made yeah. that's
3: a joke I think well with Aldavira, I think it's a little bit different because Mourinho's come through the door now
1: I think if I you ask to Toby sign now, the contract then sign it mate we well, might well, well do. We might well do. Well, don't give him the captain's armband. This is a this is ridiculous. I He's totally get you yeah, of football
3: club. I totally get where you are coming from from a, from a rep. I- from a, a moral perspective, I 100% agree that you should only be wearing that captain's armband if you are committed to the football club. But I do think with Alderweirelda, is a little bit different because I think when we coming through the door now, I think he might want to stay. His mindset's and completely changed. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I mean, whether he should stay or not is another question because you've got some fans out there, like I say, rightly think, well, if you weren't committed, why should it change now? But it's
1: not just a fan thing, though, Rick and, and, no, and the guys I just, either, is it? It's, it's, look, when you're... When you're in a group, and when you're in a team environment in your group and you've got some guy who's slogging his guts out, or yeah. girl that's slogging their guts out and they're committed and they're up for it, and then you watch their mate who couldn't give a monkey's really mm-hmm. get the armband, you think, What have I got to do? It sends the wrong. And even, and this is elite sport, this is fine margins, even 1% of doubt in them other players' minds, it causes an issue. And who am I to talk to Joe Mourinho about managing team, but, whatever. but as a fan, passionate fan, that's, I, I look at them sorts of things and I just think that's wrong. You know, you, you could have given the armband to Sissoko, who runs through walls for us, who might not be technically gifted, mm. who has put his uh, name to, to a long-term deal, or, or you could have given it to Son when he comes on the pitch. I get that. Are you with yeah. me? It's just a little thing, but it's another little thing that... That maybe people haven't thought through in within the club. Mm. No, I
5: completely agree. I, I think about things like that. Why has he got the armband when he wants to go? It does play on other players' mind. If he's playing on fans' mind, certainly there's an element to that. Lee, just quickly, you mm. mentioned that you know. Oh no! What this have was I said? no, no, no. it's brilliant. You said there was a, <laughs> this was a positive uh, exercise in the week. You know, for Jose to go. He's not working out. He doesn't fit in here. This is not the style I play. He doesn't have a future. Are we going to see that reflected in the Wolves lineup then? That a few of those players that hey, this didn't work out in Munich. You know, maybe you know you've had your chance now because I don't think Jose's one to give extended chances to. It could really reflect on Wolves on Sunday. But this comes back
1: to Rick's ruthlessness with Jose and what he said. I think. So. I mean, look, I don't. I think so. You're asking my opinion. Mm. My opinion is yes. I don't think there'll be <coughs> there'll be players that won't wear the Tottenham shirt again. Out of that, Re- already, yeah, for sure, straight away, for sure. I, yeah. I think so. I think so. He's, but he, he, he knows he. he <laughs> the thing is you can't you can't go and win something being the, and being the way Jose is and then have that sentiment or no, you can't you can't is- he is ruthless he's looked around that 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 pitch yesterday and the training and all the stuff and he's now got an assessment how many games he had six He's had six games, two defeats. Annoying because it's take my stats down now. But six <laughs> uh, six games, two defeats, four wins. He's looking around there, going, I kind of know now. And yeah. a- and actually, we probably knew, Jace, Don't you think that with all the analysis that he's done and the research that he didn't just get that job three four weeks ago, no, did he? That's he, the most he, he got thing that is, job though. like Swamp. before. So yes.
6: yeah.
1: do you know what I mean? So he must have done his research. He must know what he wants in that football club.
6: I it- think you will see some of them wear the shirt again purely because until he has a chance to change that. I mean, if, if you've got three or four injuries and you don't pick the players last night, who the hell are you going to pick?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, no. I mean, I yeah, think, I think, I think they, he will we'll, he'll see he'll see play it. some of them, but some of we'll them... It. Won't. I would think Wanyama's quite far down that pecking run now. I don't think he'll play again. Who? Wanyama. Who? Like, <laughs> there you go.
5: <laughs>
6: we all fell for it. <laughs> <I mean>. Literally <laughs> repeated it. I, who's he?
1: I, I, don't, I don't think a Wanyama will play again. I don't I, think, I a think
6: Wanyama th- is a Spurs player. It's just so far out of the picture that's what I
1: mean I think, competition I, I, winner. Think, I think somebody I yeah think it was
6: somebody competition like, winner last night I, f- I think somebody
1: like Danny Rose will still play again I, I still think probably Christian Eriksen will play again like, mm. like you say so I'm not saying that but I think of Wanyama I don't I'm worried for Lo Celso. I have to say I'm worried mm.
3: I think again with that, no, has he been given enough opportunities to really prove himself I mean you'll probably come to the questions about it Chad, as well
5: yeah and we have got so many questions oh, we're going to be taking it. them next but we still want to hear from you tonight you can call us 0208 7020 who are you expecting not to see in a Spurs shirt again Love sports. You are listening to the Spurs fan show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, and joined in the studio with the Crazy Train. Last <laughs> word on Spurs. Talk to me. Lee McQueen, Ricky Saxon, and Jason McGovern. Why have we still not got the Crazy Train playing in as we Talk do to this? Me, man. We're missing we a trick have. here. I mis- I'm
3: relieved this is no longer on YouTube. It
5: yeah. could really be this. I know, because then we can't see Jason's celebrations and the oh. knee slides, and nothing beats a good disco knee slide. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are talking everything about Spurs by Munich last night, the game with Burnley on the weekend, the Super Sunday clash with Wolves up and Molyneux it's going to be a brilliant one what side will Jose play but I said you play a big part you do we're going to now do the listener questions and there were so many thank you for getting in touch and interacting with the last word on Spurs here are a few of them the first one from Gary Gary really appreciate this there is so much work needed at Spurs players need to move on positions we need to get in there are many holes left back right back left wing attacking midfielder defensive midfielder bloody hell Gary you are <laughs> right, mate <laughs> will Jose no, far wrong, be given the 200 200- Million he wants and he needs. Also, will he be given the funds needed to start the rebuild straight away in January? And I think he needs 100 million then.
3: Well, I don't think he would have taken the job if Ian didn't have that chat. Come on, today, transfer lady. boy. No, I, uh, no, this I is think, more of no, hope than expectation. No, I, I do me. generally think, you know, you're not going to. I think even if Pochettino was still in charge now, it would need a sufficient amount of money to come in. And to regenerate the whole squad. That's what I believe. When you look at the players that are potentially leaving, we sit in and say every week, I think Jace, you ran off five or six players the other week about who mm. we need. Uh, not players, but I think position
5: seven, didn't you? Position seven. seven. Yeah, so yeah. seven yeah.
3: So no. It's it's not it's not unusual that question at all, and he's completely spot on.
1: That's a great tune, that is. It's not unusual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not unusual. It's one. a Stokes <laughs> song, don't worry about <laughs> it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, I,
7: mean, I
6: think it I think it's more than seven players, because if I'm honest, if you haven't got an first-team place nailed down,
7: Mm.
6: then you're available for for sale for me. I mean, you take a player like Eric Lamella. You know, when we talked about the seven seven positions, we didn't talk about right-hand side of of the front three, if you like. Mm. Well, there's Eric Lamella, but you'd want to replace Eric Lamella. So that's what I mean. It's seven positions, but you'd want to replace two left-backs. You'd want to replace two right-backs. The two centre halves, the two Belgians are going. Is Sanchez good enough? So there's three centre halves. So it's, it's seven positions, but it's a hell of a lot more than seven players. But I don't think, Gazzaniga, yeah. But I don't think really? Mourinho
3: would take would have taken no, this job if he didn't believe he was going to get the backing. Right?
1: I, I think it's a it, I think it's, Yeah, I think it, I think part of the this, he reassigned uh, it's all over the, the criteria, world and, weren't it? and I think they. I, I I think based on the whole Mourinho um, coming to the club, he Not likes sure players. Time. Not Do you... sure about Toby. Really?
6: My, my thing about Toby is, mm. will he have the opportunity to re-sign Toby? Will Daniel Levy give Toby that contract that Toby's wanted? Or will Toby drop his drop his, you know, will he yes. change his yeah, stats and say, it. okay, I'll, I'll give in, I'll sign for... I, for le- I think it's... I, I think it's, might want him to sign yeah. and Toby might think, what? if the contract's offered, I'll sign it, but I don't think Daniel Levy's going to say, here you go, Toby. I think
1: it'd be more like Daniel Levy to go, right, you know that contract that we had on the table for you, Toby, at 130 grand a week... It, it is still there, but it's now 110. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I know, think it's that, that sort of thing, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. That sort of thing. But but going back to the Marino thing, I think that that Mourinho would have had them conversations to say y- you need to give me. I-, I think part of this rebuild isn't under Mar- under Pacino different, but under Marino, I think part of the rebuild is re-sign these players that are thirty uh, odd because because he loves them players. You know, we're talking about. Um, I can't say the names of these players, but Kabali. Kulabali, yeah. right? Kulabali, hundred twenty million. <laughs> Do me a favour. No way is Levy going to buy a twenty-seven-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old for 120 million. It's just not going to happen. So, so you have to work with what he's got in there, and that is the Toby and the uh, and, and the Yens. And again, let me just be brutally clear. Both of them are contract rebels in my mind because they're there. But if they both resigned absolutely fantastic in terms of what they play that that is I've, I've never said they're bad players I've never I've always been consistent but they do not play for me because they are not signed a contract they're not committed to my football club
6: I think the, the other thing I would say about the January window that people have to be aware of is that for the Champions League you can only make three changes oh for sure yeah, it's a homegrown thing right you signed six no regardless of the homegrown you've got 17 non-homegrown slots so if you got rid of Ericsson and Toby and Rose for instance in January you can sign to replace them, but if you then flogged two or three others, that's an empty spot. You can only make three changes. I don't think Tottenham are really going to be doing a lot of flogging
5: in January, though, are they? surprised. Think I, think I, think I think that's what we would like to? I will try
3: to, I think They'll try and get Wanyama Difficult, out, they'll try and get yeah. Ericsson, maybe we will try and get Rose... Again, it depends on what the futures are. And the do, and, and do you cut and your losses? I mean, do, oh yeah, do you, oh Lee, so definitely. Who, I think Jason's spot on what who he said about a month ago. Well, Ericsson, I cut my losses on Danny Rose, I would to some degree. I know they've See, still got a long-term contract. I don't, I don't think
6: of but... Ericsson as cutting your losses. Well,
3: he's not playing well, is it? He's not playing for us at the he's moment. He's
6: going to go for nothing mm. and anyway. so you get nothing. You save his wages for six months. He's, uh, you know, if he gets injured, you ain't got his medical bills or anything like that. Just. You know, that to me, you're not losing anything mm. by getting rid of him. Well, mm. let me ask
5: this next question because it kind of brings us on to what we're already talking about. This question from Jay Knight. Uh, Bayern Munich really exposed how poor our defensive backs are. KPW was manhandled. Rose was terrible, which meant the midfield was busy covering them instead of controlling the midfield. Who are the players that we can sell in January? Which ones will go and who needs to go? now we're all stumped we have just talked yeah, about I mean, <laughs> it's like it's a car boots out
1: at Spurs isn't it changing the
5: January, well, I just think
1: transfer market also, this is your world Rick come to we on
3: also, try, we're also trying to sell players that haven't been playing that well when they've been given the opportunity I mean Ericsson Wanyama Wanyama as we know he, he, it's very hard if a player doesn't want to go as you assume when Danny Rose has come out and said I'm not leaving you can't force them out
1: you can get them on loan though, maybe, that, maybe that's that the way top to go. that too no, because
3: they kind of still stay on the... On no, old... but they
1: do, but at least they're not in and around a football club every day, you know, bringing them down, you know. It's, it's that old thing, oh, I'll meet you at the water cooler and they're, oh, you alright, oh, you, do you want a coffee or do you want a water? And it's like, oh yeah, do you know what, he's alright monkey, isn't he? That case, or he did this, <laughs> or he did that. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it's just negativity coming yeah, back but... through and you just don't know, do you?
3: I I just think already Spurs would you'd like to think have some kind of plan in place of who they want to let go. Whether the players will allow that to happen is another question. Because I think in the summer we know Pochettino was very was very keen to let players go, and that was the whole point of how the rebuild failed to some degree because we couldn't get the players
1: out. It's just that bad egg thing, isn't it? If you if you've got one or two people, and I'm not saying that they are, you know, I'm not saying Christian Eriksen's you know talking around the water cooler or whatever. I'm not saying that Danny's doing, but but it only takes one or two in that little doubt creeped in their minds and you know and it might affect a performance it's a team game
6: isn't it I've always said that I don't think any of them are bad eggs apart from one player who's as toxic as anything but that's because probably he's bitter at Daniel Levy rather than at Mm. the football the, as a player or as a, any manager I think there's you, you see his comments today when he said about Mourinho, well he's not in control or something like that, he snapped at the press last night which clearly says that it's the man upstairs again, and I yeah. think it's another pop at Daniel Levy and the fact he says I'll stay here till the end is, is more a pop at him but other than that I don't think Christian Eriksen or Toby or Jan Vertonghen are a toxic in the dressing room or bad eggs in that way but I know what you mean. It's you've got to be focused on going forward, and you've got five players that perhaps haven't been focused on going forward with the club.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah really interesting. Uh, next question comes from Moni, saying, "If you look at the squad as a whole, can we finally come to the conclusion that we are still very, very far away from winning any kind of trophy?" Yes. No.
3: I no. I think I think Mourinho. <laughs> no, I think Mourinho in charge that changes things. If I'm being honest with you, I don't. It's, I don't <clears throat> think the squad is good enough to win a Premier League. Um, but as we saw last, well, you're shaking your head, Jace. we This the majority of this squad got to a Champions League final last season. So I mean, I still think you know, stranger things have happened. You know, can he get can 11 players play well in a cup competition, seven or eight games? Yes, they can. They can. This is football. Mm. Over 38 games, of course, this team isn't good enough to win a Premier League. Of course, they're not. We know that. But over a cup competition, seven or eight, nine games, yeah. With Mourinho in charge, I do believe it. Yep. Yeah but it doesn't get away from the what fact. what kind of
5: cup competition Champions League or FA Cup well, I think
3: FA Cup if I'm being more realistic but then again mm. you meet Man City in the final well Man City aren't playing that well at the moment but you meet yeah. Liverpool at the moment it's going to be tough but you've got, you've got, a, you've got a man in charge that is tactically so astute as we saw in the Olympiakos game you know I won't criticise him too much for last night because again he tried as Lee said it was, a, it was an exercise of playing players that hadn't really been given an opportunity but I'm, I'm confident that we've got the right man in place to deliver the trophies whether he's long term is another question
7: J-
5: Jace you disagree
6: yeah, and people know I'm I'm not Mourinho's biggest fan, and my my why I say we won't win a trophy actually isn't about any negativity to him. I think, as I've said before, there are so many flaws in this squad that he can't change. You are not going to get two good fullbacks without buying new fullbacks, and if we don't, we'll still be weak in those areas. We will still get overrun in midfield and things like that. So yes, if perhaps if we got the draw and it was. We don't have to play too many of the big sides and Liverpool can knock City out and Chelsea can knock Man United out. But yeah, I mean, got let's, be quite fair. A lot of luck. let's be fair, we haven't won, even under Jose, we haven't won, we've won one away game this year. So if we're going to win the cup, we need to have all, what, six home games. As soon as we get an away draw, we'll be in trouble. So, you know, and like I say, it's not an anti-Mourinho thing. Mm. that This squad needs changing and until it changes, I don't think it's capable of winning anything.
1: I think if you look at the Champions League, um, we're now in the knockout stages. So it's a pure cup competition. I think you look at the FA Cup, pure cup competition, anything can happen. It's been been proven years after years. Definitely got uh, flaws in the squad, holes in the squad. 100% agree with that. But if we go away from home and don't lose in the Champions League and take them back to whoever we got, back to White Hart Lane, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the new White Hart Lane, We've got a chance, and actually, in the Champions League knockout stages, two-legged affair, score what an away goal, and even if you lose, you're still probably coming back with um, uh, back to the home game uh, with uh, with something that's um, that's positive. So, I, I see a lot on social media and, and a lot of people talking about you know who do we want Valencia or do we want Leipzig and, and, and whatever. I think these are the games that you want. I, Bring, I don't want Juve or Barcelona, per se, because we've had them in recent times. And for me, Europe is all about experiencing new, experience and new thing. things and all that sort of stuff. So bring on like a PSG, uh, you know, fantastic uh, opportunity to go to their stadium, to bring them back to uh, to, to Tottenham as well. Um, and you just don't know what happens. I think in the FA Cup... You don't get
6: we're it, at home first.
1: For, uh, yeah, we are at home first. That is granted for for sure. So it's it's not going to be easy. But even if we had... All of our first-choice players in the world available to us, and we bought them all. It'd still be really difficult because yeah. because that is elite sport. So I, I'm a dreamer, as you all know, and I like to dream. But you know, the reality is we're in it. We, we've got to the point of. Um, knockout stages so anything can happen. I think we've got the experience of getting through games with some of these players, or most of these players, like you said, to get to a Champions League final. That is a good building block, right? Because we didn't have that last last year's run. Now we've got it. And, and actually, from the FA Cup perspective, one thing's for sure, uh, again, seeing them players last night, Jose Mourinho will not play a... Uh, inverted commas, second string oh. team for the MFA mm. Cup games. He won't. here play full strength. And that gives us an advantage because on our day, as we've just shown against Burnley, we can batter anyone.
5: <sighs> Absolutely strong words there from Lee. What do you make of it? There's still time for your say. There always is. Tweet us at Lovesport Radio or call us 028 70 20 and we'll get into more of your questions. Love Sport. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins joining the studio with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We are talking everything from the Bayern Munich game, the five-star performance against Burnley. Looking to that really big game with Wolves on the weekend, but we are still talking the Champions League because we don't care if it was not the greatest performance last night. We're through. It's cup competition. As Lee said, it's knockout games and we know Jose knows a thing or two about those in Europe. Well, let's look towards which team you can draw 16 left they oh, say it's well. the, f- the mm. teams from the five big leagues for the first time ever really yeah uh, I-, I got really excited then, yeah, no, yeah. really it's a stat that I know <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have it on your book uh, just quickly because that doesn't mean anything you know Lee you've already mentioned you want a team where you know Spurs haven't been there, you know, a new yeah, experience, I, I you think, know, PSG. I think, that's what,
1: I think that's what Europe's all about. Uh, one of our own, Chris Cowling, he goes home and away every game. He goes to under 19s, under 23s. I think he's been to 158 games this year. We're only in December. Um, uh, but but the point I'm making is that he 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 loves experiencing new yep. things, and that's what it's all about with, you know, away games as well. And go, going back to the new camp. Fantastic still. Going back to Juve, fantastic. But I want to go PSG. I want to go to new places. Valencia would be great because, you know, oh, actually, we we might have a chance on beating them. But Spurs always come up... Seem to uh, embrace the challenge rather than you know if we go in as favourites we almost play worse than if we go in as underdogs. Do you get what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, I totally So agree. Le- Leipzig or Valencia would be the, the Yeah, you know, we got Ajax last year yeah. and everyone was like, oh, you got a right touch of Ajax, but <laughs> look what happened. You know, yeah. it, it was yeah. so close to going out. So I do I do think it is about um, experiencing new things.
5: Absolutely. Well, just a quick rundown of those teams. Uh, I'm sure you all know when you have looked at the draw yourselves. But it's Atalanta, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea. You won't be able to draw them, obviously. Bruce Dortmund. Liverpool, Olympic, Lyon, PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Munich, Juventus, RP, Leipzig, City, Napoli, yourself, uh, and Valencia.
1: Mm. So I mean, who, can, We can draw Dortmund, I'm assuming. Uh,
5: from what I'm led to believe,
3: we've got Leipzig. No, we, no, no Leipzig, Leipzig place, no. Valencia. Weren't Leipzig. Dortmund second in the year? You can yeah, so oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can of course, only yeah, get yeah. the teams That's that good. Good. won it's their five group. five teams, and, yeah. isn't it? We can get. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's Valencia. For yeah, instance, Leipzig, Leipzig Uwe, Barcelona, Juve, and Paris. The
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Mm. So, out of that, what do you think, Rick? Uh, for me, I mean, I sound. I know after what you said about embracing the trip. I mean, I would, <laughs> I would. I mean, I don't mind f- facing Leipzig, but they've got really good, that striker they've got as we know. Uh, hang, Hangland.
6: Will he still be there? Will he
3: still be there? To question mark. I mean, to be fair, with in charge, I I back myself over two legs. And also, let's hope there'll be some magic in the window before that comes up.
6: Who do you think, Jase? You do Le- say, I Leipzig, I think, would be the the tie that suits us best. Yeah, but I'd I'd like PSG. Mm, I must admit, someone new. Yeah,
1: PSG go there. Poch
5: might
6: be. You've
1: got to beat them at some point, Inya. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no,
6: yeah, 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 it's true, and look, it gives you
1: confidence if you go yeah. there and win. Uh, all of a sudden, it gives you massive confidence. I mean,
6: actually, if you look at PSG, their European pedigree isn't great, is it? No, no, it's
5: not. I was going to say terrible but they're not. That's why they keep sacking their managers because they don't they don't care about their. Winning the league, the did they, they? They just don't really want they the they Champions League. They made,
6: made a semi-final yet, have they?
5: No, they they need they was four 0 up to Barca weren't yeah, there, and then they got number yeah, five in the second did, league did. They did. unbelievable. Yeah,
6: United them last year, didn't they? Yeah, penalty I mean, was side, was
1: it? No, no, for sure. So yeah, PSG then. I think Mourinho's even spoke about.
3: I think Mourinho's even said though he said that segments over. No one wanted. No one want to draw Tottenham. He made that point very clear, and I think he knows as well. He he backs himself. He would have looked at this group of players, and he knows exactly who he was taking on when he first got the job. I just think. He'll, you know, he look to make changes.
6: I think a big part of that comment was he knows he will make some changes yeah, in January. of course. He knows that side will look different, and that's mm. that's a good thing in a way.
3: But I just don't know in January how much you can change when mm. January is a window Three where players, what that's coming in, maximum you can in. change. coming in. Oh, you mean yeah. in terms of the Champions
1: League? Yeah. What, what, what do you actually think he will? I mean, come on, you're the transfer man, Mick. No, you are. Yeah. What, what do you actually think
6: Lee, will Lee, happen? He's not the transfer no. man. No, he is. He gets 95% of the stories
2: completely. When you say, when you say no, I get him, I get That 5% you got, you got, you got <laughs> sure is going to be sent to the ground. I was kind of
1: 95%. Do, do you generally think that we, you know, who do you think we will buy in January? Cause Cause like, I, I think we will definitely purchase somebody.
3: Yeah, I think it says who we will buy. I think we've got now, to look What at,
1: position? Sorry, not
5: who, well, I, but I, I what think, position I think do you, definitely
3: you think? definitely <laughs> right-back and left-back, potentially. I well, can I, can I get on kind of... that? Because
5: you've had a, another question in, this yeah. time from WhatsApp, saying, uh, really enjoying the show, lads. For me, if we're talking about who we need to buy, the priority has to be full-backs. you have mentioned all the yeah, positions we need. It, yeah. Who do we go and sign in January in terms of position? Which is the key one? And, and you're saying it there as well. Everyone is saying if the first position yeah, got has got to, to be that one.
3: Yeah, 100%. I think... They like, like the they like the look of Yusuf Attal, but obviously he's out now long term. I love it. They like the look well,
5: of he? no, he's he's got the sauces No, he's
3: out for he's out.
6: No, <laughs> he's out he's
3: out for a while. I mean uh, listen, Mourinho, the great thing about him is the, the kind of calibre of head coach we've got, he will be able to attract top top players and I think as Jason said, when he look, when he looked at this job he already had an eye of who he could potentially look to bring with him I think how
6: the other thing perfect. is what Napoli isn't he yeah, yeah but his release so, fee is so, no, but, ridiculous no, and I mean, even if you sign him in January he can't play in no, the Champions League
3: no
1: yeah. no yeah. But uh, then, how awesome would Wan-Bissaka look in, in, a, in a Mourinho type side well, as a right back Jace.
3: also on Koulibaly what you've got on what you've got, a what you've got to think also think about is that if he's buying players now, same as what you was always wanting Tottenham to do is they're transitioning ahead of next season. Yeah,
6: you've got to do that. So
3: I think you know, players coming in January will be also a long-term vision to next season. Because I do genuinely believe that he will look next season and he will believe, because he's a winner, he wants to try and challenge for the Premier League. Yes. Not that he can win it, yeah. but he'll want to challenge for it.
6: I think he believes he want can win it. Something I think he, he believes he can win it next year.
3: I think I do think he's desperate yeah, to absolutely. win something this season because if he, if he puts one trophy, you know, in the bag already for us with fans, he's going to be given time. Not that he's under desperate pressure because anyway, we've got the most successful manager in the world. Tottenham, I think, as a, as a whole, for us to be able to trap this man, you have to give him time. I think. Absolutely.
5: I know you said uh, you'd like PSG, you know, obviously their record, their European pedigree, mm. a new experience. Who do you think Spurs will get? Because it's not always the way, you know, you just sometimes you go into a draw and you go, we're definitely going to get them, It's just always written.
6: My gut is we'll get you, though. Really, oh, my, my,
1: my gut is get Juve
5: <laughs> It's
6: the same thing, mate. I agree. I, I, think, it I, will think, be. I think Spurs are going to get Valencia. dabala links to
5: all of the stuff. Yeah. The stuff that we played had him in at Wembley. Wembley geez, the, yeah. Ronaldo, R- up yeah, yeah. Ronaldo up against Mourinho. Ronaldo up
3: against Mourinho. It gets Nelson
1: going there. Oh uh, it's just it's crazy. Crazy, isn't
3: it? I think it could happen. Uh, w- strange things, you know. Strange things do happen in football. But I think, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Ronaldo, like I said, the reunion with 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 Mourinho, and you know the game we had against Juve You know, where they obviously done us over in the Champions League. It would be all tied up, wouldn't it, for Marina to go back. (laughs) And also, if we could win that fixture...
1: It's happening, isn't it? Like it is. It is my gut feelings. Right?
5: It's it's top of, isn't I agree, these,
3: these kind of things do happen to us.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. Though those
5: five teams: PSG, Juventus, Barcelona, Leipzig, and Valencia. Mm. We will know. Uh, it's next week, isn't
1: it? Is it Monday? Monday I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah Monday. Monday. So we'll be in yeah. next week. We can we'll talk all... about the draw. Yes. And, and, and it's see... important. It's but It's important. that Jay said as well, we are definitely playing the a home leg first and have to go away second, which is, again is always tough. So it's, it's what mm. we faced last time. Mm. Uh, obviously, we played Man City in the quarterfinals first, didn't we? And then, and that's away so come on you
6: Spurs Yeah, we can I think, do this
5: I think we should talk about it it's a good point because some people really uh, prefer to be away 1st you, know, you, know, you I well, do
6: the only thing is we did all three last Dortmund was home first it was City was home first Ajax was home first
5: well maybe it, it, it works was. in Spurs favour let Let's maybe come we can have a good conversation about that still there is an hour to go this hasn't been the last word on Spurs we're going to be here for another hour so get your calls and your questions in on the show
1: love sports <laughs>
4: Here we go,
5: Rick. <laughs> you are listening to the Spurs just fan show.
1: Off. I've, just, I've just dropped him on the <laughs> chair.
5: <laughs> you are listening to the Spurs fan show on Love Spot Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. I've got no control. I never have no control. Seven to nine is oh. the Spurs takeover. That's why they're not even listening. They're not concentrating. What <laughs> no, are you doing? He's good? Rick off, going? Where's Ricky? Like... Hold up. Hold up. Well, hold I'm on. joined in the studio with Lee McQueen and no, Jason no, McGovern. Ricky's currently, I don't know what's it's going chair. on. It's like a scene from The Borrowers.
6: Ricky's sitting <laughs> in
5: the office below, and he yeah. oh, he's back, he's oh, back. He's well back with us. Well, that was where to the you. game last night. Unbelievable. At well, we're talking everything from that game last night, the game from the weekend, looking towards Wolves, and more importantly, taking your calls, taking your questions, putting them to the team, and we've got one into the studio right now, because it is the legendary, it is the tradition. Adrian's Corner. Adrian, thank you so much for calling into the studio tonight. I know you want to talk a little bit about the Champions League.
4: Yeah, well, with regard to last... Night's game, I think the only bright spots really were Gazaniga, Foyt, and uh, Aldo Varel, to be honest with you. The others really failed to make an impact, although Sessinian got a nice goal. But onto the draw, I'm not bothered who we get. I mean, like, away from home, actually. People talked about away from home here. Yeah. I mean, some of their best performances have been away from home. You That's can true. go back to Milan, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Dortmund, you know, Ajax, Man City. I mean, and Lucas loves an away goal. He does Our like an away goal, didn't he? A Champions League goal at home at all, did he? So, uh, as long as we can keep the defence tight, like when we played away at Dortmund, and you know, I, th- I think we got a good chance of progressing in this tournament. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I think that actually, when you say it rolling off like that, you don't you, you realize you put it all together and you think, yeah, actually, you're away from home, we have done pretty well. I mean, I think yeah, Jace just said before the break as well. Um, you know, a lot of our Champions League run last year was home first and away second. So maybe it is a bit of a myth. Like like, like you said, we have got some uh, some really good performances away from home. And I think you make an interesting point there again, Adrian, about Lucas, because he does seem to play better in an, in an away format in the Champions League. He kind of comes alive, doesn't he, Jason?
6: Yeah, I think he, he plays better when there's space for him to run into. Yeah, for sure. Which, which perhaps in home legs or with some of the other teams that you don't get that space. But, um, you know, the, like I say, for me, the, the flaws in this team, it's it's a bit different to last year because, you know, Gazaniga's in goal. Mm. All right, Gazz- I thought Gazaniga actually was one of the few last night. That kind of
1: great. G- yeah, agent yeah. said that, yeah.
6: But for me, yeah. <laughs> does Gazaniga look the type of keeper you you Hang his shirt on and expect to go all the way. Probably not. It's it's difficult until he makes those changes for me,
1: uh, Adrian. I'm sorry, Rick. Uh, Adrian. Can I just ask you? You mentioned Foyt there as well as uh, somebody who was a bit of a shining light yesterday, and there's a couple of rumblings coming out again uh, based on uh, good, obviously good friend of the show, Alistair Gold, as well about potentially playing him as a central uh, defensive midfielder. What, what's your thoughts on that, Adrian?
4: He's he's got he's got all the ability to do that. His technique on the ball. He's five foot ten. Right? he gives you height there as well, doesn't he? Hmm. So we need that midfield's got to be sorted. That pairing, or whether it's a three or a two, because yeah. like, but jose has got two months to sort this out before we play in the Champions League. Obviously, it's got to be sorted out for league games. You know, depending on the opposition, it's the the fullbacks to me are the biggest issue. I mean, like. Walker-Peters was fought for the first goal, so I don't think he's got much of a future. He needs to go out on loan. Rose again, another header, funnily enough, went, went wonky, didn't it? And that conceded a goal. You know, and like, uh, Freight was coming across the cover for Walker-Peters as well. So, and like, we, we, I don't think the mentality was right anyway. We knew we was through. I mean, how do you approach a game like that? You know, you don't want to get injured, do you? know, so like, uh, so coming away with 3-1, you know, you take it, don't you? It's a meaningless mm-hmm. match, really.
3: Adrian, where do you reckon Cessian will end up in terms of positional-wise at Spurs? He took his goal very well, has to be said. I think he played really, really well during the game and I think at the end of it when he was... First half. Yeah, first yeah, half. First, I think first half, maybe second half kind of faded off but I mean, even after the game when he was told he was the youngest player to score for Spurs in the Champions League that beaming smile of his, he seemed really, really uh, flattered by that. I mean, what do you think the long-term future holds for Cessian Young?
4: Well, at the moment he's looking, he's looking like a left-winger, isn't he? Or, or you might you see him as a left back. I mean, we haven't really seen enough of him. I mean, even looking at younger videos of him, you can't really gain much from that. i mean <clears throat> he, he may he may possibly be a, be a left back I mean be able to do the job. I mean I, I don't know to be honest with you, but at the moment, looking on yesterday, you'd see him as a, as a left back who can put a not, who get assists and put good crosses into the box and get a few goals. so to me, you know. Perhaps we just get rid of Jack Clark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Adrian, we always appreciate you Cheers calling Adrian. into the show and being a part of the show. Adrian's corner there. Adrian from Edmonton giving us a little
1: bit of time. Well, we've looked at it by Munich at Lee. I was going to say, yeah. Joe, just, just quickly on that, just before we move on from my session. One of the things that I was is actually quite surprised about seeing him playing You know, yesterday was his physique. I thought he was quite big. He looked like, a bit bulky. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, I agree. In a, in a positive way, mm. not like it, it. I think his height was quite big. I think you know he he was uh, he, he he surprised me because when now,
5: we, people say oh he's a young kid, he, I, I think do you mean it in that sense because he's young, he's still got
1: he, yeah. He, but, he, but even even as a if you look at our full-backs, you know Kieran Chitiro is small, uh, K, uh, uh, Ure is small. Danny Rose, small, you know, and then you look at, like, maybe Ben Davies is a, a little bit bigger, which is why he can come in and cross and play uh, as a centre-back as well. And session had that about him. He was a bigger, like, a taller guy. I thought, I didn't expect... I don't know. I just... Like you say, like, he's a he's a young kid, so you just think he's going to be small. Mm. But he, he was... I thought he had some physicality about him, which was the bit,
6: positive. The bit I thought was just how quick he looked. Yeah. There was a, there was a was ball rapid, behind the, the full-back in that, I think that was his very first run, and he just burnt past him, didn't he? did, And, yeah. and that's, that's what surprised me most, was, was just how quick he looked. I right.
3: think the fourth one's interesting, Lee, you brought it up, that maybe he does look at Foyth as more of a central defender, as opposed to a right-back. And I just wonder whether that's maybe an option he looks at long-term. That you brought up
1: the, the the issue the issue with our centre back pairings, regardless of contract rebels and that sort of stuff, is is always and Jace has brought this up so many times. It's the left sided centre back. Mm. You know, that's why you know Aki's talking about at the moment. We're not being mentioned, by the way, but it's Chelsea and whatever. But Man City are even looking at him, but. Because he's a homegrown, but he counts as a homegrown, and he's a left-sided centre-back, and he's, and he's a good player. Mm. And, and that's the thing with Jan and that's the thing with Davis. I'm absolutely adamant why Ben Davis is a really good professional, but he got that contract because also he can play centre-back, he can play in a free, mm. and he can play as a left-back because it gives you so much option. It wouldn't surprise me, just going back to the Cessnion thing, you know, Adrian says about where he might be on the left wing, wouldn't surprise me if he plays him on the right wing. Do you, see, do you see where I'm coming from? He played a lot there for Fulham, cutting in on that left foot, using that pace, dropping Lucas yeah. when he can't be bothered to run or coming in as an impact player, keeping Son on the left, Dele, um behind Kane, and then having Sassignon coming on that right or a substitute for Lucas. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. On that side, maybe cutting in and bending one of them be- with his beautiful left foot. So, have to see how that progresses but I do think he fancies him well it's, it's
5: interesting you, you mentioned Foyth because we've had a tweet into the studio uh, this time from Martin saying the problem with Dyer when we play top teams he can't cover the ground quick enough doesn't oh, have the speed yeah, 100% yep. <laughs> okay well the next line is so I'd like to see Foyth get a run as defensive midfielder mm,
3: you, I mean what do you see of that well just on the Dyer point I found it interesting some of his stats from last night you know, 64% of his 25 passes were completed, lost possession 12 times, just won one of five ground duels, and then zero out of two aerial duels, and made one tackle and just two interceptions. You know, you want more from a player. And I totally understand some feel out there, you know, the more games he's going to get, he's going to improve. I don't think so, Eric Dyer. I think we've already seen the best of him. And I think Reno's just using him for the moment because he's as close as to what he can get. Whether he looks at, you know, a, a, listen, I'm not that I want them, a Fellaini type character. Or, That's you twice know, a, a now but
1: I've mentioned it and now, oh no, and now you've gone full Matic as well Oh, <laughs> oh no You've, I'm
6: done,
3: not, you've gone you the know, full I'm not, I'm not saying you that I'm not saying oh, no. I'm, not, I know, oh, no. I'm not saying just to be really clear I'm not saying those players but players that style. in that I thought he was nearly at
6: Christmas for like, at Halloween
3: No I mean honestly, <laughs> I think players in that style not those specific players but I think he has a clear I identity think there's a
6: big difference between Fellaini and Matic style though
3: yeah, but I think there's a clear identity of the kind of midfielder he would want in an ideal no, world. No, I
6: think they're two entirely different players. That style of player. I don't think Fellaini's just a, mm. somebody who sits in front of the back four. Do
3: you know what's bizarre, though? In the summer, when we signed Ndombele, we were all under this assumption that oh, we've completed yeah. our midfield. And now suddenly, out of nowhere, we all seem to feel that we need another defensive midfielder. Uh, it, it he was but,
1: seen as the missing piece, wasn't it? He, well, almost. that's what we thought. Mm. Well, it, it goes back to the point what the, this man to my right said a year ago, maybe 18 months ago, is that central midfield is the problem it's It's the it's not the attacking part of the pitch it's the defensive part of the midfield engine which is the problem and with the Wanyamas and the Dyers and the Winks and the Sissokos and the Ndombele's partnerships they haven't worked, have worked. We've, lost, we've lost 13 games in the Premier League last year and predominantly the midfield partnership yeah. was Winks and Sissoko now here's the thing so Soka was our player of the season last year, club's player of the season last year, but them two, predominantly in the midfield pairing, lost 13 games in the Premier League. So it's a problem. And, and I go back to the chopping and changing that Pochino used to do all the time with our back four, back five, which is also a problem. But if you haven't got anyone protecting that, Marino's style of play is absolutely clear for everybody to see. You back six or seven defend, yep. and you front four Go and do your business. Mm-hmm. You go and attack. That is yes. clear as day what he what he plays like. And and actually He'll have a lopsided back four because one will bomb and one will stay. And typically, at the moment, he's using Jan Vertonghen to stay and Serge Aurier to go. Because Aurier can't defend and and obviously Vertonghen can. Mm. Well, it gives us an opportunity to be able to move that into a back three almost. Mm. um, You know, with with the ball, without the ball. But he clearly says, you front four, you go play, you go do your business. Get further up the pitch. When we get the ball, look forward, go make runs. That's why we're battering teams, four and fives and threes, whatever, since Jose's come. The problem is at the other end as well. And that's the bit that he's got to sort out. And that's why it's a challenge. That's why we love football. That's why it's a matter of opinion. But I don't know what he's going to do with the players that he's got.
6: That lopsidedness can work playing Burnley at home. But you saw at Old Trafford. Yeah, it's not going to. That's hard to play. And you go to walls like that it Won't work, you can't hmm. be lopsided all the time. You've got to have balance in that side. And we saw it at Old Trafford, Sissoko constantly getting dragged to fill in for Oria, which left you with one in midfield, Winks having to play against two or three people. And it's it's difficult to do that all the time. Would you, would you,
1: and then this is this is not a dig about parking the bus thing because Jose has definitely not done that since he's been here so far, but. In the Wolves away game, w- would you park the bus? I mean, no, have we even got the, the no. defenders to do it, the players to do it? I'm talking about a Dortmund away esque performance. Do you get what I mean? Because on the counter attack, we are devastating. That pace going forward Son, Mora, Deli Alley on form, Kane spraying balls around, we're devastating but it's think the going the other Wolf way that worries respect, me.
3: though. Yeah, I think as a game, we should be going to to take the game to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. massively. I'm not saying that we won't take the game to them, but I'm, what I'm saying is that we've got to keep, mm, yeah. I mean, keep it tight. I mean, Burnley,
3: but, uh, to be fair... Burnley could have scored at 2-0 <laughs> yeah, with that exactly. chance. Yeah, yeah. Long yeah long They had a great
1: but chance. They had another chance that mm. went wide. On another time, Wood. we're still giving away chances. If Barnes was playing up top, no offence to Rodriguez, but if Barnes was playing up top with Wood, I think that would have been a different result. Really? But yeah, because they, them two are brilliant. Them two, Barnes and Wood, up front mm. together, they they give you a torrid. Apparently,
3: they're a massive, massive problem. So it's, you know,
1: I don't, I'm not saying that we play bad, uh, mate. I'm I'm a bit negative in tonight. I, I think, but oh, no, you've no, not been a, dreaming missed, lately. No, no, no. But <laughs> I just it, no, because you is, told me you got to have a dream. There, there's always dreams, but I think there is there is there is a sense of I I would actually be. I was asked on the pod on Monday, like um, on Sunday. Sorry, what would uh, what was most pleasing about the five-nil result? And I said clean sheet because I I want clean sheet. I'm passionate about clean mm. sheets. I'm a defender that I can play football anymore. Certainly, I couldn't play when I could play. <laughs> you know what I mean, but but I was a defender, and I want I want to see my team be passionate about not conceding a goal. Do you get what I mean? And, and defending properly. And, we just can't do that at the moment.
5: Absolutely. Well, Martin, who, who just tweeted, he's clearly listening because he's tweeted again. He said, thanks for answering the question. It is apparent that KWP needs a move out on loan for games to get his game time. Also, we need to upgrade the uh, the fullbacks, improve our defensive mid- midfield options if we're not going to try it f- uh, fourth there. But he says, Ricky no, 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 no to Matic and Fellaini no,
3: I'm not saying this. Just
6: no, re- I think Rick Fellaini wasn't <laughs> saying no, I
7: know. Was no, I'm just that reading that far <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. just be very <laughs> clear I don't want just <laughs> just be just very clear I do not want Matic or Fellaini at my football club I do not want them but I think Mourinho's going for mm. that style of player I think he's looking B- for that style
1: do, do, before January transfer window opens which Rick you'll be able to obviously tell oh. us when it is January 1st at whatever time we have got to play some massive games in the Premier League to get us into contention at top four now off air Jason, and I was just talking about, you know, have we got it in us to be able to win? Yeah, uh, eighteen games or whatever the, of the next twenty-three and that that's up to for uh, up for debate. But what's for sure, what's sure is that we always or typically over the last five years had a brilliant Christmas period. And we go into that Christmas period, starting in my opinion on Wolves mm. away, and then we've got Chelsea, and then we've got some very winnable games, we've got Southampton, we've got Norwich. Yep. You now you're looking at the table, I know Jace is gonna cane me for going, Oh, don't you know, think about predictions, but and it's so difficult to predict. But the point being is if we kick off our FA Cup for Van Tire against Middlesbrough away and we've taken a good 15-18 points out of that lot we're we're in the mix so regardless of Fellaini and this that and the other coming in what can we do now to make sure that we get them points because that's Jose's job right now isn't it well Jace, before you answer what can Spurs do now to get
5: those points I'm going to give you I'm going to stick up for you I'm going to give you a little bit of thinking time because we're going to answer that and I want to know what you think at home tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 7020 558 Love Sport You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins, joined in the studio with the last word on Spurs, the crazy train. Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We were just talking about the Bayern Munich game, answering your questions, answering your tweets, hearing your calls, looking towards the game with Wolves on the weekend, which is a super clash. Jace, Lee put a question towards you just before we crucially went away. What do you make of it?
6: I don't know what you can do at the moment, because that... that... You've still got dodgy fullbacks and we've mm. got a midfield balance that doesn't quite work and until he gets to January I think it's it's really difficult for him to make the changes he needs to do I, none of us let's be fair none of us can honestly sit here and say that if he picks Winks and Dombele if he picks and Dombele Sissoko if he picks Sissoko Dyer yeah none of us can sit there and honestly say that's the partnership that's going to work in that game it's mm. It's, it's hit and miss all the time, isn't it? And mm, the, they, play, they, they have a good spell in a game, but then they have 20 minutes where we're getting overrun in a game. And, and it doesn't seem to matter which one he picks. So what? I honestly don't know. I think all we can say is Kane, Son, Deli, they're in the team. Probably Toby and Yan is in the team. From there on in.
5: Yeah, it's going to be a really busy period over Christmas. We said we wanted your calls tonight Oh two eight seventy twenty five five eight, and that's what you've done this time Brock calling all the way from Ohio in the United States Brock really appreciate you calling us. You want to talk about uh, that performance last night in Munich. Yeah, yeah. Uh how you guys doing? Everything how are you doing
2: Brock? Well. Well, you alright? Well, well. well. Yeah, doing well. Hey, um yeah, so to start off with a positive. I mean, I'm buzzing for uh, Ryan Sessegnon. Um you know, I remember the first interview he ever did for the club, and I fell in love with him immediately. Uh, just seems like a really well-spoken guy, um, driven, and um, and he, I think he showed that last night. Um, however, I think the performance from our fullbacks was, you know, partially what let us down, other than the game being dead rubber, of course. But, um, you know, Danny Rose, especially for me, was really poor. Um, he got spun inside out by Gnabry on the second goal, I think it was. Um, And you know, I saw a lot of people that I and I won't name names, but I saw a lot of people that were on the the don't sell Danny Rose train in August, and they were all you know livid with him. <laughs> oh course, God, Jason! So.
3: Oh, bro, we might in
6: Devils in he, he, he was absolutely awful just for one thing and I will defend Danny Rose for one thing what in fairness
5: unbelievable in
6: fairness Gnabry has been turning fullbacks in week in week out whoever the fullback been so I'll, you know, I shouldn't think Danny Rose did any worse I mean let's be fair Oria had a horrendous game against him uh, at White Hart Lane but what's Gnabry's got what 13 in 13 for Germany yeah. so he's doing that to full every week in fairness
1: he is but you didn't turn him inside out per yeah, se sorry. did he it was a header that went against him that <laughs> was again his basic defending like just header. Over your own goal and put it out for a corner. Don't head it to the to the fella that is turning defenses inside out. Go Bro- on, Brock.
3: Brock, let me ask you as quickly as we have got you here. Um, Eric Dyer for you. Do you think long term he's good enough for Tottenham? when Mourinho wants to take this Spurs side?
5: Yeah, I agree, Brock. I, I don't think he's he's, he's got. <laughs> Brock, are you there? Yeah, there, Brock.
2: Yes, yes, I'm here. i oh, sorry. sorry,
5: we thought we lost you there, Brock. R- Ricky just put a question. Do you think uh, Dyer's got much of
2: a future? Eric Dyer. Um, you know, I the thing that I like about him, right, is he's very versatile. I mean, he's a guy who can play in holding midfield, can play center back for us, and I believe in his youth he played a right back as well. Um, but the performances he's put in, I mean, it seems like he can't even string a pass together that's five yards away from it. So it's one of those things where I don't know if he's lacking sharpness, confidence, um, but, you know, as it stands, uh, I think just, so far, with how much Mourinho coveted him when he was at Manchester United, I think he'll make it at least to the summer, of course. But um, after that, I'm really not sure.
1: Yeah, his, his passing was, was... I mean, I, I want him to to, to get the game time in his legs and, and stick around, but he his passing yesterday was poor, for sure. Brutal, yeah. Thanks, Brock. Thank, good to talk to you, buddy. Thank Bro- you so much. Brock,
5: we really appreciate you calling. Uh Ricky you said no Matic no to Fellaini uh there is a thing though that when a new manager comes in they make the signings that, that they've, players they've worked with before because they know the system they can get that across to the players and I know I can trust them to you know work in the trenches and, and you know relay that message you know even if it is a short term Fellaini for, for no, six no, months for Lainey, magic, do you understand what I mean China, when, Though he's on a lot of money out there I think he's on a ridiculous no, way but, to, right, let's take maybe yeah. not those names but yeah. we see managers sign their former
1: players they because, because they know coming back. he was at the stadium at the weekend <laughs> maybe he's signing him back
3: taking one leg Take yeah. Musa back on one leg. I mean, I think that's one of the players that we've found very, very hard to replace, isn't it? Musa Dembele, when he was in his pomp. I think a lot is made of just of just that that kind of player we're missing. Uh, definitely missing a Musa Dembele type player, but they're expensive to get in this day and age, aren't they? Let's be realistic about it. And there's well, not too many of them about.
6: We've just spent sixty-five million pounds on one. When is this bloke going to be fit to play? It's crazy. It's yeah. disgusting. He's just, not, he's just not fit, is It's disgusting that he is still not Did you go fit that strong, Jason? Discuss- yeah, it is. Yeah. Because he's been there six months and it's time he got himself fit. He looks permanently tired mm. after 10 or 15 minutes.
1: He does. He does. And, and, it, to, and right, he looks like he's going to fall over. £65
6: million pounds on one of Europe's top players. Does it not just sometimes take a season to adjust? Yeah, it takes a season to adjust. but But we're talking about basic fitness levels. He wasn't fit to play against Burnley. Why not? Mm. He came on at Man United and he's unfit for the weekend again. You know, £65 million we've spent to replacement. And I'm not expecting him to do it week in, week out. Yep. But I think we're entitled to have seen a little bit more from him than we have done. No, I, think, that's I fair. think we will do in time. Don't yeah. get me wrong, mm. but it's taken a hell of a long time to see something, isn't it?
3: No, I agree. I think it's taken a lot longer than what we expected to. I mean, I think that's the hard thing again at the weekend. You would think... For what you've seen in glimpses, you want to see him play, but you just know at the moment he can't last 90 minutes.
5: Mm. It's interesting. Why, why can't he, though? I mean, because Jace raises a good point. You know, all excited for his arrival and, you know, you know the pre-season that he had and he needed to get up to speed with the Premier League. But we're in December and he and he still can't last 90 minutes, you know? You would have thought they would have put him it's on a programme. he
6: can't last 90 minutes. He can't last the 90 minutes, and then he can't play on the Saturday. Mm. The, he, the can't, hour, he can't, he can't. two games I a mean, week. We
5: heard that, oh, he was going on a programme. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah is he but he's trainer? still not up is he, to speed. Is he training, like? What's he actually
1: doing? It's like... It's like he, he, even, he was, even Ledley didn't train at the dodgy knee, and then he'd still rock up and play 90 minutes against Liverpool and put a man in the match. in. Like, why did not London be able to do this?
6: I think somebody said he only missed two games for Leon, so he was Reason. playing week I know it's a different it's league. A different, it's a different league, yeah. But so he wasn't getting all these niggles and things like that. What is going wrong with this? No, fitness? I mean, just interesting.
3: We've got a listener question in which I typed up earlier, and it was about which player do we think at the moment isn't going to make it under Mourinho, and I'm not sure it was. It's a great question coming in. I, I worry for a player like maybe Harry Winks. I don't. You don't think he'll be alright, Harry Winks? You think he'll long term be in
6: Marino's plans? <laughs> if you look at it, you, you've got to think. They, they want to be in Europe, you have to have four club homegrown players. Is Harry I, Winks amongst their four best club homegrown yeah, players? Yeah, so 100%. Yeah, yeah. And if you sell Harry Winks, who's going to take that spot? So I think that, I spot it that kind of yeah. protects him yep. a little bit. If he was a foreign player, mm. entirely different. But as a club homegrown, you've got to have four. He stays, for sure.
5: That's a great point. Mm, it's interesting. Uh, we've had another call into the studio, and there's something uh, in the water at the minute because we've had another call this time from the United States again. Adam, thank you so much for calling. You, we're going to look at the game with Wolves on the weekend, but I know you want to talk about that as well.
7: Yeah, hi, guys. How are you doing today? How getting on, hi, Adam. Adam? You all right, buddy? Well, I'm, I'm good. I'm looking forward to the game because I think um, I think it'll be a good test. Of where we are, Wolves have a really good team. I've been very impressed with them in general this year. Yeah. So I think that uh, after after yesterday, I think probably Mourinho's uh, kind of figured out who his uh, either backups, bench players, uh, alternates, whatever you want to call it, are to a degree. So I think the lineup this week will be really uh, instructive.
6: I think the only one that, that came through from with credit that he seemed to talk about was Foyth, but it'd be interesting to see if Foyth gets a start at the weekend because I, I still don't think he'll leave Sanchez and Toby and Yan out the side. So if he does pick Foyth, I hope he doesn't pick him at right back because I'm not so sure I, that is I a place. I think play, he's so seen something in Jason maybe we'll put him in midfield.
3: Yeah, or midfield.
7: What would be yeah, your... the only thing that worries. I'm sorry. The only thing that worries me about Foyth in the centre of defence is. His propensity to scare the heck out of me dribbling. Yeah. Um, he's good at it, but maybe he would be better in midfield, where if he messed it up, there is someone behind someone him. Behind, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots yeah, of people. Kind of are, sense.
6: Lots of people. In fairness, last year said, "Is it worth playing fourth in midfield?" I think it's something mm. that probably we we see it, and yet you know he's played for Argentina as a right back, and I certainly don't see him as a right back. That's for sure.
7: Well, the good thing about right-back is, once again, if you lose it, you probably have someone behind you. So maybe that's what their thinking was. I don't know if anyone has mentioned it, because I haven't had a chance to listen. I'm sorry. But, jeez, uh, uh, Davies for Bayern. Good Lord, he looks like a beast. Quick.
1: He was rapid, wasn't he? That challenge on Son was ridiculous, wasn't it? I mean, Son that was, was like about that. to pull the trigger. yeah. yeah.
6: And that's, that's where I felt sorry for Walker-Peters. You know, to have Coleman and him coming, and I know Coleman went off, but
1: yeah, yeah, it was a weird injury, wasn't it? It was he hyperextended, which I've mm. done twice and broken my internal, what was, well, uh, my uh, you do that ACL. In here every week, yeah. So <laughs> like I, know, I do it, in videos, here with, yeah. I know. But yeah, that looked terrific. So ho- hopefully, he gets well soon. But yeah, I think uh, Davis was was rapid when he was amazing.
5: Just quickly, Adam, before we look at the Wolves game on the weekend, what is your score prediction?
7: Um, I'm going two one us.
5: Yeah, that's the, on, that's, that's the confidence you need. Obviously, Wolves on a uh, on an eleven unbeaten streak, tough to beat. A Molyneux, Adam, really appreciate you giving us time, especially calling all the way from the states. There, two calls from the states tonight, absolutely brilliant. Adam and Brock. Well, we are going to look at that Wolves game next, and we'll also have Don Goodman joining us to give us the Wolves perspective. Love sports. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joining the studio with the last word on Spurs. Ricky Sachs, uh, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We are now going to turn our attentions to the game on the weekend. The Super Sunday clash with Wolves. There is still time to get in touch tonight. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio or call us 0208 7020 558. Well, it is Wolves. They are unbeaten in 11 games. We know Leicester 8 from 8, but Wolves have got a better record. Just a few more draws in there. People were saying they were struggling. Second season syndrome started their European pursuits very very early. It was a slow start, but Ricky, they have come on very strong of late.
3: Yeah, they have done. Yeah, I think we're facing someone facing a team of really good manager in santos. So, you know, I think he's been in a lot of clubs as well, there's no doubt about that. He's a very, very talented manager. And I think Wolves are one of those clubs that they do like to face the big teams. They're not scared Absolutely. of beating the big boys as we've seen in recent seasons. And Joel, even last season up at Molyneux, we nearly Nearly ended up drawing the game from a really comfortable position with 3 0 up, cruising, 1 fourth gave away a couple of penalties. I think it was 1 fourth, wasn't it? Or it was bad. 4th,
6: but Trippier assisted him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
3: to be fair, he was very unlucky to be fair that he got the blame for those because Trippier was hugely involved and contributed to those penalties being given away. But I mean, it's a game that in reality, I know we spoke about earlier, you know, how Spurs should approach it. They should be going to win this game. That's no disrespect to Wolves. Wolves are a good team, good manager. But I think Tottenham have to be going to take the game to them. And I think whilst we said about the Man United game that, yes, it was a test for Mourinho, you do expect him on this game to get the result, don't you?
6: I don't expect him. You don't? No, I don't expect him to. Again, it's it's not an empty thing. Until I see this side go away and start performing then i don't expect them to go away and start performing. it. they've got to prove it to me that they are capable yeah, of going to a premier league game away from home and doing it before i, think I believe how can, yeah, do i think it.
3: how can we expect to seriously finish in the top 4 if you're not winning these kind of games?
1: well you, you talk about these kind of games i mean wolves are a point ahead of us in the table they're, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. a position ahead of us in the table uh, they've let in less goals than us in the uh, in, in the league this season and they've only lost two games all season in the league we've lost five what happens with Wolves is they draw a lot of games. Okay? So we've yep. won more games than them, but they've drawn a lot. So they they don't tend to score a lot of goals um, either per game, So, it's, it's, uh, whereas we're scoring at least two per game. Uh, and under Jose, that's, that's obviously been inflated m- most recently as well. Defence hasn't got that much better uh, under Jose, so I'm hoping that that, that will on the, on the weekend. And what worries me is Traore versus a Danny Rose, for mm. example. He's a beast. Or, 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 oh even, or even a Jan Vertonghen, because Jan Vertonghen's not have, hasn't got pace to burn uh, as well. And my word, Traore can run. So I'm worried about them almost on the, on the counter-attack on that side of things. But I agree, I do think we have to go and take the game to them. Mm. I think we've also got some amazing... Uh, our front four, um, or, or the top end of the pitch, looks very, very good. Kane's on fire, Ali's on fire, Son's on fire. It's a massive, massive test uh, for for Tottenham Hotspur. And, and actually could shape the next six, seven, eight weeks or so of how we perform, Jace. Do you not think?
6: It's, it's a strange because You know what I like. I always want us to play on the front foot. I always want us to attack the other side. And I think if we look at ourselves, we're a lot better side going forward than we are defending. But probably wolves would also look at us and think, I hope they come at us because wolves are, are excellent on that counter yeah, yeah. with Traore and people like that. So I think the best way to beat wolves is going at them, but the biggest risk to losing to wolves <laughs> is going by going up. at them. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the that's the in-between that's thing, right, and that's why draw. I always say it's so difficult for, for to criticise team set-ups and that. Mm. When, when you see the result and hindsight, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah, but for sure. before the game, if you're going to try and go at Wolves, that's that's for me how we should do it. I
1: think, I think uh, for, for me, I absolutely agree the best way for Tottenham, regardless of under Jose or under Pochettino, uh, certainly over the last five or six years, is about playing on the front foot high pressing and attacking teams turning that ball over very quickly up in the almost in their final third and letting teams uh, hurt them or in behind them as well with quick passing one, two quick passing none of this backwards sideways stuff to be fair and the thing is and I I know i along uh, a lot about trains but we have to start on uh, the game on the weekend like a train we have to go after them very quickly get a bit I don't want to say in their faces because it feels a bit aggressive, but you need to be in their faces yeah. and really say, look, we're here to, to have a game in. And, and that's what happened with Burnley, to go 2-0 up that quick against Burnley. That's what killed the game almost. And they did have opportunities, and mark my words, like you said, Jase, Wolves will have opportunities. But if we get in there, in their, in their faces and score early, gives us a real good opportunity, I think.
5: Yeah, and just quickly, obviously Wolves are in action tonight in the Europa League. They have already qualified. They do have a chance to get top spot, but they have completely rotated the side, uh, which means they do have that one eye on Tottenham because yeah, they are sure. qualified. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, thought maybe they might play that strong side to get so they are the top seed, but they are looking at Spurs on Sunday, Jace.
6: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that they've done that. They've played a lot of games this year. Yeah, I just see somebody that they've played 11 games more than... Some Premier League size or something. Well, their dark. season started in, uh, in July, didn't it? Because they, they had crazy. the Europa League qualifying yeah. Mm. Were not mean at least three of them mm. or something. So, it's it's a really tough one. They've they've made a really big impression on the Premier League in their Massively. eighteen months, haven't they? And particularly against the bigger sides at home where they've been really strong but again I think like we said it's because the bigger teams will never go there and, and sit there they'll take the game too yeah. they were the first team that took points off a of city last year yeah. wasn't it? I think that yeah. was the first him at, they beat they him t- at the Etihad this
1: they year t- they tore him apart you know he tore him yeah. apart didn't he Yeah, it's interesting. I was just saying uh, in the break, my my dad's a Wolves fan. Um, So it's uh, not like getting my dad's happy at the weekend for the football (laughs) result because I want Spurs to win. But, you know, it's interesting. I've been to Molyneux a few times uh, and it's a wonderful uh, traditional ground. Um, and I mean know there's been a lot of work done on that as well, but you know, the atmosphere And they're getting is really great investment. And they, and they are, and you know, they get behind them and like 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 we've already said, you know, they they've been a credit to the Premier League, to be fair. You if if you were an alien coming in from out space and looking at the Premier League, you wouldn't go, Oh, yeah, they were promoted cup of season no, you know, no, would you? They look really You just wouldn't think that, would yeah, you? You just really feel like they sh- they should be there and and rightly so. They got the ground and uh, and the fan base and all that sort of stuff. And it's a tough, tough game. I think sometimes there's a there's a junction isn't there in your seasons and so on and so forth. I think this is another one. I think if we can come away with three points at the weekend, I think we go into that Christmas period. I think we're rocking them all. I think, that train, so I think that train is, is heading off. I think
5: it gets a little bit crazier. I think more, more crazier is can you imagine an alien, the first thing he does when he gets to planet Earth and goes, I've got to get over to Molyneux because that's a Premier League side. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't told it, they've just been promoted. <laughs> oh, what what's the, the first thing I want to do with Playboy Manager? I've got to get over to that Molyneux. Unbelievable. <laughs> have, <isn't> a haircut, <laughs> yeah. have a haircut and get over yeah, yeah, it. What yeah, yeah, an <laughs> analogy. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Ricky, where can this game be won and lost? Because, you know, we mentioned the players they have, you know, Matinho, Jota. That's is, you together. know, scoring goals. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's a threat, isn't he, to yeah. that back line where there are vul- uh, vulnerabilities for Spurs at the Yeah, minute. Lee just took the words
3: literally Sorry, right by buddy. my mouth. Fullbacks, no, he's spot on. I think that's where Tottenham can both lose it and win it. I think, especially lose it. You look at Traore, the, the pace to Burn, and I think this is going to be really, really interesting to see what Mourinho does. I, I don't think he will play Sesson Young. I think he will probably be on the bench, um, despite the impact he made, obviously, in that game during a week. <sighs> Pace I, um,
1: for pace. Does pace, he play Cessignon well, with a? The thing is, is, I don't isn't, know. It, isn't sometimes a way it's to like fighting fire with fire, isn't it? Yeah, but isn't sometimes a way to to kind of combat their their backs or their attacking wing play mm. by pushing your and that Could sounds be. weird, but isn't it sometimes a way to push, push your backs forward? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do think it's a fullback issue I think centre of the park like we've been talking about all evening I think the centre of the park is also there I think Martinho I don't Martino, know if the- will
3: play because he Dyer played during the week again I don't know if Dier will start this game what do you think Jase do you think he'll start
6: I think he will I do as well. he will? yeah I think he will I think he will mm. it, it's interesting we, we doesn't done... deserve to but I think he will mm,
5: yeah mm. I think we should get on to formation because, yeah, you know, Lee mentioned it, you know, the players that may not, we may not yeah. see him in a Spurs shirt again. We'll, what lineup will we see on the weekend? Before that, we done the Wolves fan show, obviously, last night and they obviously previewed the game. And they said, they for us, they said, 11-game run, but it, it counts for nothing if we lose to Spurs on the weekend. Because no-one talks about, go oh, you lost to Spurs, but you, you had that 11 games, they go, it doesn't mean anything. You know, for them, this is the sort of the real... Acid test, you know the, the yardage marker for them on the weekend. But I also feel like it's I'm, the same for Spurs. Totally you know, we know West Ham totally was really. massive. Jose's yeah. first game and yeah. tearing apart Burnley and, and what's yeah. gone on. They've qualified for the Champions League. This is the test. It's mm. a ways. What JC, I think for Spurs and Wolves, you're kind of in the same boat. There is that fair
3: to say? Definitely 100. percent Obviously, the Man United game was. The, some would say that's the first big test when you're mm. going back to you know the former club. I think that's the only advantage that that we've got in this game. Yeah.
1: Sorry to interrupt you, but Mm. just uh, because I think you're spot on. I think that the advantage that gives us is that He's already seen us go away to Man United, and, yeah. and uh, which was the big acid test, and, yeah, and we yeah. failed it. it yeah. He ain't going to fail another one, surely. No, Is I he...
3: agree. I think I think Lee's really spot on. I think he will look to change the team up. I think also our approach. Joe, you know, it's very funny. I'm going to go back to Pochettino for a second when he quoted and said he can tell if Tottenham are going to win or lose the game for sure in the, ten, he, in the first minute. The first minute, and Joe, you know, it's funny. You sometimes when you see us play with Man United, for example, you can tell what Tottenham turn up because we don't really tend to show much difference that we do in the first five minutes. You can very much tell, can't you, Jace? Do you not agree to some degree?
6: and that was the worry at Man United, because mm. he was still in new manager bounce. Yeah. And I... I I don't blame him necessarily for what happened at Old Trafford. The attitude those players showed and Sissoko saying we didn't follow the plan and Deli Alli saying they turn up arrogant. Why? No, exactly. It's three games. You've just beaten Bournemouth and West Ham and they turn up like that. <laughs> Not just and that. With that's our, our away my worry, record, how can you yeah. turn
3: up arrogant? With our that, away record exactly. generally. Yeah. And
6: that's my worry. He wasn't able to change that mentality when he really should have been able to do it at mm. maximum impact. That's yep. that's the worry for me.
5: Yeah, hopefully no arrogant mentality on the weekend because Wolves, you know, no Kimmy there. That's for sure. Let's look at that selection headache that Josie will have. Then, what kind of lineup? What uh, what first eleven will we see?
3: Well, can we start? Going, can we go from front to back? Cause I think that's easier. So we know Kane will play. We know Ali will play. I reckon Son will. Yeah,
5: you guide it. Whatever. Yeah, we'll go front <laughs> to
3: back then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, do we? Do you think Mora will start?
6: I don't
1: know. I'm not sure.
3: Well, we're picking a team, eh, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? come, <laughs> got, come on. Sure. Uh, I just. I, I,
2: that was a good idea. <laughs> no, because last, it lasted over two seconds.
1: It, it makes us, and Jason, and I, are speechless because we're just so on the fence with Lucas, right? Uh, uh, I saw your been, WhatsApp, Yeah, in a WhatsApp chat I'm last just, night. I'm just like I don't know what he offers. I, I think. I th- does he get enough assist that Jay's talked about before? Does he lead the line? Does he... like People are going to shout at me now and go, oh, hang on a minute, he scored a hat-trick against Huddersfield, hat-trick against Ajax. I know that. and He scored no, a hat-trick 20, against Ajax, league. league. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but, but again,
6: but, but again, he, does he offer enough? I, I, I'm does just he link not up convinced. enough also, yes, the question? I'm just not convinced. I see the game against Burnley and he, and he, he did a shift certainly defending and pressing, but when we really were going at Burnley and looking good, all the neat, intricate play was Som, the same. Son, Ali, Kane. Yeah. None of it was Lucas. And Ma- that's, maybe he stretches you up. Maybe he stretches yeah, they, up by making they the runs, it, you know. There's, there's things he does for the team. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem to suit the other three. And, and that's, I think, part of that is familiarity. The others just know who's going to make the run, when to make the pass, the runs, they, all those types of things that he doesn't have yet. But mm. until he plays, he doesn't get it. And when he does play... Because he hasn't had that, it, it kind of peters out and he ends up down blind alleys so often.
5: Well, maybe you're unsure of your lineup, but let's, uh, let's see what the Wolves guys think because we're going to be speaking to Don Goodman and get his Wolves perspective on the game. Love sports. You are listening to the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Charlie Hawkins. Joining the studio with the last word on Spurs, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We were just talking about the Wolf game. We've covered the Bayern Munich game, looking towards everything that's happening at Spurs at the minute and getting involved in your listeners' questions now. Though We get to talk to ex-Wolves player and legend Don Goodman. Don, a big massive clash on the weekend Super Sunday game Wolves versus Tottenham Tottenham have that new manager bouncing Jose but Wolves have an 11 game unbeaten run where will this game be won and lost?
0: <laughs> crystal ball time yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello Don how you getting guy? on how you uh, getting on just, yeah all, all good hope you're all well um, it's, a, it's a great game look it's it's 6th versus 7th I mean I didn't think we'd be saying that on, on two levels probably we all expected Spurs to be sort of in the top four and Certainly, Wolves with a Europa League campaign—you probably would have forgiven them if they were sort of a bit more mid-table than they are. Albeit, it's very congested. But confidence is a massive thing, and what we've got going into this game on uh, on Sunday is uh, is two teams that are massively high on uh, on confidence. Wolves, courtesy of eleven games without defeat, which is a, a great habit to get in, especially at the the very highest level. And and, and you're right; there's no doubt Jose has gone in and. Uh, and had an impact i guess really the uh, the the number one thing that jose will now have to sort of try and redress is, uh, is you have a, a leaky defence and um sure. you know wolves have some very very good forward players and midfielders so um yeah, i think i think spurs are going to have to defend well
1: if they want to come away with anything Don Lee McQueen here, mate. Good to talk to you. Um, Highly, hello, mate. What the um where where is the most uh, the, the goals coming from generally in the team? Not just from a player perspective, but equally, you know, set pieces or you know, I just a look at some some of the stats and they're pretty even in terms of away versus home and the goal scored and that sort of stuff. I mean, where where do you think that the the, the area is going to be concentrated? Because I tell you, from from an opposition perspective, I'm I'm worried about Troy Erie, to be honest against our left back. Wow. I have to say.
0: I mean, I, look, I, I think everybody that faces uh, Triori should should be worried about him. I mean, <laughs> he, listen, I've seen some quick players, and I was no slouch myself, but I think he is the quickest footballer I've ever, ever, ever seen in all mm. my years, to be honest with you. So um, the thing that's happened to him under Nuno, and I knew it would. It was just a case of how long it was going to take, was the coaching that that Nuno Espirito Santo has, uh, has, has given him has, yeah. has made him... A better player because now all of a sudden you will notice a, a massive difference in his uh, in his end product. You know he does pick out the right cross, the right shot um, more often than he certainly used to. So I, th- I think that's the biggest difference. And any of the danger, not danger to literally any team that he plays. And and actually, you know, Wolves utilize him very very well. Uh, they've got players that, that spray the ball about. You know, obviously Moutinho and Neves in midfield. Pass the ball for fun, don't they? And they've got these. Yeah, yeah. They've got a good range of passing. The diagonal pass is the thing that that gets the wing backs and players like Triore on the ball quicker than most teams manage to to, to to get it out wide. We'll switch it from side to side quicker than, than most, and and that's what's proved effective. Not not just this year, but last year, uh, and and in the, in the Championship, which of course is is where it was all honed. Dom, obviously you're on this unbeaten run at the moment and you
3: know, you've know had a good run of form, it has to be said, and I think you've got a very talented coach there and it's well known oh, that yeah. your results against the big boys, they haven't gone unnoticed. Do you think that plays a massive part into this game? You're playing against a Jose Mourinho team, take Tottenham out of it. Does that almost raise you know, the expectations with supporters that you know, you've got um, um, Mourinho coming to town, we're going to have this factor I think throughout the season with Tottenham and obviously him being the new coach at the club. Do you think that plays a big part into the game?
0: Do you know what? It may well have done. I don't think it does for for, for Nuno. He, he is the most grounded man you're ever going to meet. Um, you know, he's no frills, no spills. Doesn't get carried away with success. Doesn't get too down if Wolves lose a game. And it's been a while. Um, in terms of the big games, I just think that he takes great pride in being competitive against the the, the so-called. I said the so-called big six, but what is the big six anymore? We can't, we can't really. It's difficult that now, isn't it?
1: To, well, you to, got you well, boys are in too. that
0: now at the moment. Well. Aren't you? well there's a few, there's, I mean, obviously, look, Spurs, Arsenal and Man United and even to a slightly lesser extent, Chelsea, they're not, you, they can't take it for granted can they anymore, where I think for, for, for quite a few years they were able to take it for granted. But getting back to your question, um, you know, I think last year, first time in the Premier League, um, maybe there was that factor in terms of Nuno enjoying the, 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 the com- competitive tactical battle with the big coaches to try and get results against the big teams. Um, and the players clearly were, were were very very up for it. I think this season it's slightly different because I think they set such high standards last season. Um, the challenge for Wolves is can they can they keep those standards um, in the face of what we all know is a difficult balancing act when you're in Europe and you're trying to balance. And they've got one of the smaller squads in the Premier League as well. Um, so you know tonight, for instance, you know Neves, Moutinho. Um, the whole back four that back three, sorry, the three central defenders they're all playing, he's put a strong team out and it's not a strong, it hasn't got depth to it, the squad, so um, that is a slight area for me for concern with my Wolves hat on um, but no, I, I just think that the challenge now is game by game they're in a brilliant position where they, what, well, genuinely have a chance of, of getting into Europe again um, and if Chelsea don't keep their foot on the, on the gas, and if Man United and Arsenal and yourselves don't find that consistency that we're used to seeing from you, then who knows? I mean, they're, what are they, five points behind Chelsea at the moment? It's, uh, it's not insurmountable, but obviously you wouldn't genuinely expect Wolves to be in the top four. But certainly, I, I think top six is on.
5: Yeah, they're fighting for that top six, and their European mm. adventure is on. You know, they're in those knockout yeah. stages. But Don, I need you to look into that crystal ball again because I, I need a score prediction for the weekend.
7: <laughs>
0: well, I, I remember both games last season, and they were both actually brilliant games of football for for a neutral. Um, I remember being at, um, I think I was commentating on for Sky on the on the game at Molyneux, which obviously Spurs raced away into a three-goal lead and. A couple of penalties, wouldn't it, Don? A couple of penalties. Back it? Into it. Yeah, yeah, and they they could have gone on and got something out of the game, but it was a brilliant game of football. And I expect the same, actually. I have to say, I think um I think both teams will score. Um I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna sit on the fence, but I'm gonna go a high scoring draw. <laughs> okay. If I was if I was gonna go be biased, I'd obviously be saying that I think Wolves can win. They can, but so can Spurs. This Spurs have got absolute quality within their ranks. I'm just I'm just not sure about your defending at the moment. And I do think that Wolves represent with respect a different proposition to Burnley of last week. So I do think both teams will score.
5: Well, Don, a high-scoring draw. We can see it. We really appreciate you coming on tonight and giving us a little bit of time. We know you're extremely busy. Uh, Don Goodman there, legend, ex-Wolves player. He sang for a high-scoring draw, 2-2. Well, we always get an opposition view on, but we always turn our attentions to you, the last word on Spurs. You get the last word. What are your thoughts ahead of this one,
1: Lee? I'm going to start with you this time. Really, yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree too much actually with what Don said. Um, my dad would be well pleased that I've just uh, been having a chat with Don Goodman, uh, utter wolves legends. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I feel a bit like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I think it is down to our defence. I think, you know, Don made a, a point there about the, the, the two games being a uh, good games last season. I mean, the game at Wembley, which was essentially our home game, was shocking from Spurs' perspective. The defending, I think, didn't they score, again, this is a memory thing, But not they? Frietta. In, in a box from a set piece. They scored very quickly and after that as well, didn't they? they? Yeah, bang, bang. And it's like, you know, it just killed us off. Um, and then, and again, that was when we was on a good run, if I remember rightly. We was on a very, very good run. It's come a similar sort of time of the year, wasn't it? It was over Christmas I think period. It was over Christmas. It was, yeah. yeah. So really annoying. Um and uh, you know we need to write uh, a few of them wrong. So I think that we need to start well, we need to set up to be difficult to uh, to beat, to keep the uh, to keep the ball and and we need to score early. You need to, But what's your score prediction? 2-2. Two, 2-2 two.
5: Two, two, just like Don Ricky I turn to you. I'm going to go for 2-1 Tottenham. Two on Tottenham. They get another away league win. Jace, you're desperate to see something this weekend. You take nothing for granted. You get the last prediction on the last word on Spurs.
6: Gut feeling one one, but quite a drab one one.
5: Really? I don't mm-hmm. think no one was expecting that high scoring draw. I think both teams, great teams, attacking Flair. Jason, maybe after the European exploits, it could be a drab one one affair. Just very quickly, we are it will need to be
1: quick. Is a point good enough? Uh, I've got it down as a point in my prediction to finishing the top four, so it's okay for me.
3: Listen, there are good sidewalls, but I mean, I would be disappointed we didn't come away with the three points.
5: Jase, a point good enough for you? Away at Molyneux, 11 oh, unbeaten. Okay-ish. Okay-ish, yeah, I understand it. Well, this has been the Spurs Fan Show on Love Sport Radio, as it is every Thursday, 7 to 9, with a last word on Spurs. Uh, Ricky Sachs, Lee McQueen and Jason McGovern. We will see you next week.
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. DTW group void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.